This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Caleb Albers. And I am the other one. The other one? Yep. I'm just the <laughs> other one. That's all I am. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we're going to, in our adventures in hunting, we're going to update you on some pops that came out we got a thanos and cat movie moment which both of us are definitely gonna get don't tempt me dude (laughs) okay well maybe i'm just gonna get it and the list of harry potter ones this is a the second wave of harry potter no i think no it's like like the fifth or sixth wave dude there's a bunch Mm. that's right i'm dumb just a little bit um, it's another slow news week, so all we got in through the wall are the first social media reactions for Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. That's it, right? Yep, no, yep. That's what I was expecting cool. you to I just say wrote Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts, Beasts. Too. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that you were just going to say that. So I was like waiting for you. Cool. Uh... And then our main event of the evening, we are going to be doing a breakdown of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah. Which, even though non-spoilery, we... it was freaking awesome. It was, uh, and especially since like Caleb told me to see it more as like it's a comic book movie, so like it's like really, really based off a comic book. That made me enjoy it that much more. Yeah, I watched it for the first half hour, not knowing that, and it just was confusing yeah well we will get into that later i give it like 20 minutes yeah since it's so (laughs) slow with news (laughs) all right um so let's get started all right our lever She's in trouble. Let's, let's calm down, man. Let's calm down. <laughs> okay, Adventures in Hunting. So we got how many Harry Potter ones? Oh, like shit. Time. I think it was. Uh, well, there's a second page I didn't see. The one with, with Hagrid, right? Oh, I think so. I think some of them have already come out. Um yeah, so like I think so cuz like there's a um Oh shit, you might get me on this character. Which one? Seamus, right? Yeah, Seamus. I don't know who you're talking about. Oh yeah, that's Seamus. Oh phew. Wait, hasn't that one already come out? Yeah, I think it has. But that's like on the new page thing. And that's then weird. then Bam exclusive also is Professor McGonagall as a cat. Dude, they could honestly just say that's a cat. <laughs> that's true, they could. <laughs> There's nothing special about that one. Um, and then we got this one already released. It's the box lunch exclusive of Harry going through platform nine and three quarters from the first one. I love it. Yeah, me too. I was telling Caleb I would love to see them. This one might be hard, though, is Ron and Harry crashing into it from uh, the Chamber of Secrets. Dude, that would be awesome. I would totally buy that movie moment, uh, hands down. I'd love that. Um, and then for, so, like, the, like, real way, new wave, 
wave, I guess. Uh, we got um, Dobby uh, snapping his fingers. We got Harry and his cast in his pajamas as well. Uh, and then we got the GameStop exclusive flocked Hedwig, which I need this pop. Like, if I don't get any others from this um, s new line except for this one, I think I'll be okay with that because I need this flocked Hedwig. Uh, and then we got a common Hedwig. And then we got Hot Topic exclusive Hermione, which is her um, mixing. Um, oh, that's the the Polyjuice potion. That's what it is, yeah. From the first one, right? Yep. Okay. Or, not the first one. That's oh, the um, Chamber of Secrets. No. It's not the Prisoner of Azkaban. No, but it is Chamber of Secrets. Okay. My bad. And then uh, this might be the best one, Ron having a howler. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, And then uh, we got Sirius Black as a dog. That's his dog. Freaking. That one, it's, yeah. <laughs> what? They should do something to make it look more like Sirius Black yeah, and not just look, it looks Black a little Dog. Plain. Yeah, it kind of looks a little plain. I get you. Um, and then kind of like how Hermione was a uh, New York Comic Con exclusive, and that mm -hmm. was exclusive to Barnes & Noble, I think. Uh, Ron with the Sorting Hat is exclusive to Barnes & Noble. Dude, that one's sweet. I know, right? I might just have to get that one. I think they've done Harry with the Sorting Hat already, haven't they? I have no idea. I don't keep up to date on yeah, the I only Harry have Potter like ones. Two, I only have two Harry Potter pops. Which ones? Uh, the Target exclusive Tom Riddle and then the Barnes & Noble exclusive um, Gilderoy Lockhart. So the two characters that no one gives a shit about, <laughs> kind of that makes sense. That and then you want to go after Hedwig. <laughs> Everyone loves Hedwig. His death is so sad in Deathly Hallows Part One. Oh my gosh, dude! I was freaking distraught. Ugh. Um. But yeah, I might have to get that one. Dude, uh, I think a cool movie moment would be the Harry versus Voldemort with their. Yes. Combined uh, the spells. Are we talking like the scene from Death Hallows Part Two, right? Either that one or the one from Goblet of Fire. Can we get both? Well, it's the same thing. Different outfits. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> a stickler. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, and different <laughs> wands too, because Harry has Draco's wand. Uh, I guess that's true. It's still whatever. <laughs> It's still the same thing. It, in a no, because Harry's holding his wand completely different. Because in the bullshit. Yeah, no, Goblet of Fire. He's holding it with two hands. In Deathly Hallows, he's just holding it with one. You're dumb. <laughs> I'm a Harry Potter fan. Okay, suck it. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> and you're the one that like got me into watching the rest of the movies. Dude, they're good movies. They are. Oh. Dude, you're like the honestly, you're the reason why I finished the movies and I read all the books. Yeah. Like I, you made me a true Harry Potter fan. Thank you. Hell yeah, dude. So are those all the Harry Potter oh, ones? Oh, sorry, there's more. Oh, there's more? <laughs> yeah. Oh geez. Uh, okay. I don't have a Hagrid one, but I really want this one. It's Hagrid holding Harry's uh, birthday cake. Noise. I love it. If that one's not 10 inch or at least a six inch, that would I be sad. I think Hag like the one that they made of Haggard is 10 inch. So serious? Uh huh. Yeah. Noise. Yeah, because I've ac I actually saw it at one of the WalMarts a little while ago. A 10 inch? So oh sorry, six inch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, I haven't seen any of those, sorry. dude. I I don't think they w should do Haggard as a 10 inch figure. 
I mean, they've done Dobby, so I guess like it's really up in the air of what they do. And they've done <laughs> Nif- they've done a Niffler. Um, and then we got Hermione as a kitty. That one's hilarious. That one is. And Dude, I'm the chase that's a common. That, that chase, the chase should be a pop. Or a not pop. A, a flocked. Yes. That'd be awesome. Right? Um, and then I don't think this is nearly headless Nick, so you might actually get me on this one. Ew. I think I have no idea who that is. That, okay, good. It, yeah, does it say? He's bloody, though, so it looks like he could be. Here, let me but check. no, his hair isn't that big. No, it's not. Ooh. Okay, now I got another. So for those of you that aren't seeing this, it's a, it's a ghost, we assume, it's with a big-ass wig. What? Bloody Baron. Bloody Baron. Yeah. What movie was he in? He's in from the book. He was never in the movies? I think he was in the movies, but oh. not very much. Oh, yeah. They're doing Bloody Baron. That makes zero sense, but all right. That's weird. I mean, they've done Moaning Myrtle and Nearly Headless Nick. Like, uh, well, I think a it. better one would have been the, the Poltergeist. That is true. Yeah, if they're going to go with some obscure freaking character. <laughs> <laughs> That is that's a good point. Uh, the other one is the the hot top. It's hot topic, right? Yep. yep. Hot topic exclusive. Cap and Thanos movie uh, moment and shit. Ah, uh, and it's um when uh basically Thanos throws down his hand and uh basically Captain America is like giving all of his strength and is just like teeth clenched, just looking at Thanos's face and just holding his open palm like Thanos is just like holy shit shit dude like <laughs> dude i don't think i think he was more like impressed yeah true like i don't think it was just like a holy shit <laughs> yeah so have you heard the the theory about that scene i haven't so the the theory on that is that thanos killed captain america after that when he freaking punched him what yeah so the theory is that captain america or in, after that scene, when Thanos comes in with a freaking haymaker, and he, the theory is that he kills Captain America with that punch. But how does that make any sense when we see... Him Cap- at the end? Yeah. Because he reversed time. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, now I, th- I could see that. Yeah, because that was one hell of a punch. Right? Even I was like, ooh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I could see. Holy shit. Okay, I could see that. I doubt the Russo brothers would ever confirm that. No. (laughs) I feel they feel a little too bad. It's like, yeah, sorry, we gave uh, Cap a little head trauma. (laughs) Dude, either that. So either they would be like, just kind of avoid the question, be like, oh, it's. It's open for interpretation, or they're going to be those guys that are just like, oh, yeah, he was all types of dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the Russo brothers going with the second one. <laughs> I don't see them doing that. I do, because they're freaking heartless. No, they just know how to They just know how to make good movies. Tug like, at the freaking heartstrings. Like, extremely. So, and that one comes out reportedly on Black Friday. Not excited for that. 
because I hate going out on Black Friday, but I'm probably going to have to hit it up. I'll already be spending money on movies. Shit. We'll see. Um, if if it's a really good deal, I might have to. It's probably going to be like thirty two fifty. I'll bet you. Because I think that's usually the price for movie moments, a hot topic. Dude, I'm so on the fence about that because I want the the Hulk movie moments. Uh, so the Hulk versus Hulkbuster and Hulk smashing Loki, right? Or yeah. Both. So I okay. want those two. But I also want this one. But if I get that one, I I I can't justify to myself getting the other two. That's fair. So but like, I feel Arr. like I want to get like almost every single like Thanos movie pop that they've made. So like I feel like obligated to get this movie moment. So I might just have to cave and get the get it. Oh crap! <laughs> dude, I feel you. If I see it in person, I, I'm probably gonna cave. <laughs> yeah, dude, same. So I'm super hesitant about going out. Oh, um want to add this so um with one pop i've gotten recently uh funko pop hunters uh their facebook page which i i love them they're so great like i owe so many of my pops because of them to them um but i guess hot topics website had a restock on their um just regular version of the pennywise holding his balloon that came out when it first came out um so yeah i was able to get him noise for retail that was that was pretty awesome Dude, that is way sweet. Yeah, right? Dude, that website or that page is freaking awesome. It is. Too bad I can't like hit. I wish that it was more Utah County than everywhere in Utah. Oh, I know. Well, no, not that page. Uh, oh, the just... Care Bear one? No, uh uh-uh. No, the other one that I. Oh, the Hunters. Yeah, the Funko Pop Hunters. Oh. Yeah. I mean, other people posted on the the Utah Funko page on that one. Other people posted about the Pennywise too, but I got the first notification from Funko Pop Hunters. Sweet. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. Nice. So I think that covers all the pops, right? Yeah, that's that's it. <laughs> so now everyone knows how broke we're gonna go. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, let's get to our through the wall news. The first social media reactions for Fantastic Beasts the Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, so are they any good? They're good. I feel that some are mixed. So I'm going to read a couple, the most that have been pointed out. So let's see. Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald is a magical must-see. It builds upon the original and is sure to delight Harry Potter fans. Remarkable visuals, engaging story, and an ending that will leave you speechless. Johnny Jep, Johnny Jep, Johnny Depp as Grindelwald is perfection. And then, so this is like one that's of the bad surprising. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is one of the the rough ones. Okay, Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald is an erratic and overstuffed mess. The most egregious. Did I say that word right? The most egregious. Probably sure. Okay. Egregious fan service since Gandalf battled the Nine in The Hobbit. This is Rowling's sloppiest and probably worst wizarding story. Few sequences aside, this is one dead hippogriff. Damn. Holy shoit. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fantastic Beast 2 has all the telltale signs of a butcher job in editing. We enter scenes too late and exit too early, sucking any sense of pace right out of the movie. 
clumsily juggling half a dozen half a dozen plot plot lines this isn't surprising uh, and then I think this is a good one uh, saw crimes of Grindelwald Thursday Johnny Depp turns out an ex- an outstanding performance and a show-stopping turn as Grindelwald. Whether you're new to the wizarding world or a hardcore fan, it's hard to resist the stunning visuals, flawless action, and riveting performances. Fantastic. Didn't say anything about the story. Nope. I'm he- I, Dude, I'm, I'm worried. Yeah. I'm super worried. But we're also, like, super nice when it comes to movies. <laughs> I yeah, feel. that's... We are... So we'll I, see. I hope it's good because I really enjoyed the first Fantastic Beasts. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping for the best. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, since that was our only bit of through the wall news. Damn, we didn't even make it to 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So I say we get on to our main event of the evening. What do you say? Let's do it. <laughs> all right so this main event of the evening we are going to be doing a breakdown of scott pilgrim versus the world and so scott pilgrim versus the world is a from what i understand is a six book graphic novel um or it's so the movie's based off of the six part novel and it covers all six books in it that's and impressive being able to do that in less than wasn't it less than two hours of yeah it's less than it two hours a, it was barely under two hours yeah barely. it was an hour and 50 yep. yeah but why are you bumping shit I'm sorry I had to roll up my sleeve shit <laughs> so so not under so when I first went into the movie, not understanding that it's a comic book or that it's a graphic novel, whatever you want to call it, I'm just gonna say comic book from now on. It's super freaking confusing. It, yeah, it is. And I, I was watching it for the first half hour, just like because it was funny. There were step like funny scenes, but I'm like, what the shit is this? Mo-? Like, what were they going <laughs> yeah. for? I would have been the same. I'd be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and then I Googled it, and then it said, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World comic. And I was like, what? And I clicked on it, and then it, I was like, oh, this makes sense now. What made me even love this movie even more um, is that it was directed by Edgar Wright. Yeah. Oh, I love his work. Like, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End, that is one of the greatest trilogies I've ever seen. But... This isn't like a lot of people's favorite, but the world's end is actually my favorite out of all three. Yeah. So favorite character. Oh my gosh, you're gonna hate me. Because I'm sorry, I forgot some of these characters' names. Uh Wallace. Wallace? The roommate. <laughs> I loved him. Dude, he was my favorite too. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, he was great. Dude, he freaking made the movie. <laughs> he did. My favorite line of his is when he when uh is near the end. Spoiler review, everyone should know this by now. Is near the end when 
Scott's sitting in the chair, opens the door, and then you just hear <laughs> oh, him yes. scream. And then the lights shut off, and he's just like, you may have seen a man's penis. <laughs> and I then will... he's sitting in the chair, and he's like, listen, I'm going to need my own bed tonight for sex. And he's just like, okay. And he's like, and probably for the rest of the, like, tomorrow. And he's like, okay. And maybe the week. Okay. And this next year. <laughs> uh, probably my favorite part is um, when uh, he answers the door when Knives is there. <laughs> and he's like, oh, uh, actually, he just stepped out. You see Scott just jump out the freaking window. <laughs> is Scott I... here? Actually, <laughs> he just left. <laughs> I die. I love how she's just like, oh, and then he's like reaching in the window, grabbing his coat, <laughs> or, uh, and then booking it behind her. Another great moment is uh, when they're uh, at the that battle of the bands, and Anna Kendrick brings her boyfriend, and uh, I can't remember if like they say anything or something, but she turns around, she's like, "Damn it, Wallace!" because he <laughs> turns them gay. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Dude, there were so many just, like, I noticed, like, there were lines I had to go back to because they were, like, they were thrown out with just such nonchalantness. Mm -hmm. And it was just, or is that even a word? Whatever. I think it is. Okay. So, just nonchalantly, I'll say that. There you go. It's fancy. (laughs) (laughs) And I was... Like, it took me a second for it to, like, to process. I was like, wait. And then I'd go back and listen to it. And it was, like, freaking hilarious line. Like, oh, when he's walking with Ramona. Mm-hmm. And he's just, like, or when he's, like, exp- telling her, I feel, like, whenever I'm with you, I feel like I'm on drugs. Not saying I'm doing drugs, unless you do. In that case, I do them all the time. <laughs> Like, that was just, like, such a throwaway line that when, like, it took me a second. I was like, wait, the shit? (laughs) And, like, I was rewinding this movie a lot. Really? Yeah. It was hilarious. It was. I loved this movie. Yeah. And, oh, did you, I, I don't even know if I had a least favorite character in this because, Uh Everyone served their well, maybe like the or what's his name, young Scott or young John, whatever his name was, the guy that took over the bass player. Oh, you didn't like him? I mean, he wasn't in it that much, yeah. So that's true, yeah. that's fair. I mean, like, out of like Ramona's like seven ex boyfriends, which one did you like the least? <sighs> I don't know. Probably Gideon. Which one was he? He was the last one. Oh, Jason Lee? Yeah. Or is it Jason Lee? No, it's not Jason Lee. I'm sorry. It's, uh, I think, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, but he, he was Gideon. I, I was kind of wanting the... Yeah, Jason Schwartzman. I was wanting his fight to go longer. Yeah, that's fair. Because a lot of their wanted... other fights were... <laughs> Freaking bitching. I would have loved if he was like the main villain for the whole movie. I don't know. I love Jason Schwartzman. I think he's a great actor. Um, 
I probably honestly say probably like the twins were my least favorite because we didn't really get a lot from them. No, we didn't. Yeah. It was their scene was just super short. Yeah. Chris Evans though was his scene was hilarious. How just grinding the rail that's what destroys them. <laughs> I'm like, oh okay. Dude, I loved that. <laughs> So freaking and then, much. Like his whole stunt team. I'm like, holy shit, how many extras do you need, dude? <laughs> so many freaking stunt people. Oh, there's there's a scene near the oh, when with the twins, one of my favorite lines from Scott was this is the, like a direct quote. We are sex bomb um and we are here to make you think about death and get sad and stuff. <laughs> Dude, Michael Sarah, I was never convinced that he was a decent actor until this movie. Honestly, what made me like I love Superbad. Have you ever seen Superbad? So, uh the one like made McLovin famous. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's with Jonah Hill, I forget his name, uh, the McLovin guy, and then Michael Sarah. Like, they're the three main people. And then, oh, oh I'm uh, thinking of the wrong movie. Emma I'm thinking Stone's Kick in. Ass. Oh, no. Huh. That's a no, good movie, I've too. No, I've not seen. You've never seen Superbad? Mm-mm. Really good movie. I recommend it. Um, But have, remember when we watched This Is the End? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry, but, like, that movie, like, maybe just, like, love Michael Sarah. Even though, like, it's such a little part, like, just, like, the part where. <laughs> Like everything's like just go like going into the ground. He's like, okay, everyone, hold on. Where the f is my cell phone? I know you took it. Where is it? And like the pole just stabs through him and brings him up and he pulls out his phone. He's like, oh, that's effing embarrassing. <laughs> Dude, he is. He's good. He is. I. He definitely he gets typecast. Yeah. But after this movie, I could totally like I could not visually see him voice Robin from Lego Batman. Really? Until this movie, really? I was just like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was perfectly cast as Robin. I, uh, I don't think I've seen a movie that I've hated him in it. Like he he is a really good actor. He's really good. Like he's not one of those people that you would expect. To be as good as he is. Yeah. But he's really good. And this is like one of the few movies that like I hate that it was a box office bomb. Because it deserved to make its money back and then some. Because I think it, w- it was like an $80 million budget. And only made like 40 or $50 million. Like it had a very bad payday. Dude, I will ad- admit this. Bef- like before I watched it. I watched it because for some reason I've been on a terrible movie binge. Like, I, I, I kind of knew that I this wasn't not. a terrible movie though because of like the Rotten Tomato score and like the people that I've heard seen it loved it. Yeah, like I've like a lot of stuff that I've heard about it is that it's just a confusing movie. It makes zero sense, and it's just like dumb and everything like that. But, but I've been watching bad movies, and I was watching up. Like yesterday, I watched Speed Racer, and I totally oh my watched gosh. that in the theater, dude! With my grandma, what? 
I watched that in the theaters with my grandma. Dude, it does not hold up. <laughs> no, it does not. Like, the story could be good. <laughs> it could. Yeah. But the, the CGI is just awful. They use it. They overuse it. But anyway. Yeah. Off topic. So, I was, that's what I was doing. I've been watching bad movies, so I thought, hey, this is a shitty, like, I hear this is a shitty movie, so I watched it, and I freaking loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved this movie. Oh. Like, a lot of the thing, like, they pulled off the shit that you see in comic books. Tremendously. Super well. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved when it was, like, when they were, someone would knock, or when the phone would ring. And oh, it had, yeah. like, the ring, ring come yes, on, off that of that. Yes, that was awesome. I loved all... Or when he went to go pee, and it showed his little pee bar, and <laughs> yeah. it was, like, full. And then it, as soon as he was peeing, it went all the way down. I, I loved that. I loved at the beginning, like, how, like, they're saying, like, who every person is. And then uh, the guy that fills in for the base, it just said, guy that lives here. <laughs> yep. Ugh. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, so the opening is him meeting his girlfriend, or not meeting. We get introduced to knives. Wasn't the opening like that? His band like is practicing, and then like he uh, picks knives up from school, and then they like go on like a little date. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, knives was awesome. Oh yeah, she was great. I loved her. And I especially thought the the ending was sweet with her when she's like, she, she's the girl that she's been chasing. I'll be fine. Yeah. I was like, oh, knives. That's so sweet. <laughs> you're, you're freaking psycho, yeah. but <laughs> We love you. Yeah. Um, I loved their Dance Dance Revolution-esque ninja fighting that thing. That was awesome. Dude, they were like... They, like that's the scene that sold me on Michael Sarah playing Robin. Yeah, I was just I like, what? Because <laughs> they were like super in sync and just like killing it. Yeah. Like, I laughed so freaking hard. This is going off topic, but I really, I really hope that there's a Lego Batman movie too. There better be. Agreed. Like, we got a Lego movie too. Give us that. I'm sorry. I think. I enjoyed the Lego Batman movie more than the Lego movie. I did too. It, uh, it was so great. Um, yeah, so we get introduced to the band. And the this was the first thing that kind of threw me off with the movie. Was when they're playing their song for Knives. And the her eyes start to like the star. Oh, yeah. That's where I where it threw me off i thought like with the intro with the the 8-bit universal thing happening mm-hmm. i think it was universal right yep yeah it was universal. okay yeah so the 8-bit universal thing loved it i was like okay so this is ba- like this is like a video game kind of thing and then it showed all the stats of all the characters like of scott and the band members and i was like okay i'm i i can get behind this and then it showed the stars in her eyes and i was like and you lost me. <laughs> like, where the hell is this going? <laughs> and then it just got more more confusing from yeah. there. But. Oh, they definitely don't, like, 
push on the brakes at all. No. In this movie. And I loved that. It was so cool. And then we get introduced to Wallace and his boyfriend, Other Scott. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like some of the good lines that Other Scott had. He had some good ones, didn't he? Other Scott? Yeah, he had some funny ones. Not that I remember. I don't remember any oh, ones that, like that were s- that stood out. Huh. I loved how they shared a bed. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. That was, that was that was pretty funny. And uh or when he starts telling Wallace that his girlfriend's 17 and then he's just like just don't tell anyone and then he gets a phone call immediately from his si- yeah. from his sister Anna Kendrick and she he's just like your girlfriend's 17 and he's like what who told you and she's like Wallace who else <laughs> and then that comes back later when they're in when he's like passed out oh yeah or when he's hung over and he's like yeah I was doing this and then gets a call from the sister like How'd you hear that? Wallace. And he looks over and he has his phone in his hand. Um, I forget her uh, name, but she was like the one, don't date Ramona. I'm di- like, I'm serious. Like, I'm forbidding you from doing it. And like, like it would always like bleep out if she cursed. Oh, Aubrey P- Plaza's character. Yes. Yeah, she was the, um, the, the music store. Yes. Yeah. Like, as cashier or whatever um, so i love when uh michael sarah like he asks his sister uh anna kendrick you know like oh can we talk and he gets there and he's like oh well i guess i'll have the same and she turns around i told you not to date ramon she, he's just like what the hell and he looks out the window she's like sorry i was already out the door bye it's like, <laughs> damn great sister you are dude i love when she's cussing and he she's like how do you do that with your mouth <laughs> like all of these, I'm just like, what are the rules to this world? <laughs> right? But there were like, there were none, and I loved was, it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was, even when it, like, the movie didn't make any sense to me, it, I still, like, was having a freaking awesome time. Just, oh, yeah, me too. Like, this is great. <laughs> it is. Oh, I love this movie. Um, one thing about Scott with, when he's with Ramona. When anytime someone brings up his hair, oh, they're, keeps they're just getting like, shaggy. Yeah, he's just like, you know, about well, like your hair, and he like it. Then it like cuts to him, and he's like, yeah, and he's wearing a hat out of nowhere. <laughs> I loved that yeah. so freaking much. Me too. Um. So he, Scott meets the, uh, Ramona. Technically, he has a dream about her skating by. Yeah. And then he sees her in a library while he's uh, with Knives. Yep. And then... Then he, he becomes, like, super distance, distant to Knives. Yeah. Which was sad to see. Yeah. And then party happens. He sees her, approaches her. And wh- what is it? Like, it's just, like, so awkward. He's like, okay, I'm going to walk away and never talk to you again. <laughs> Or that was one of those those lines that was just so quick that I had to go back to because I'm like, wait, what did he say? What was it? That part when she's like, "Are you the weirdo from the library?" Or was that a different liar? Did she like the? Oh wait, no, 
it's uh, when she's delivering that package and she's like, are you that weirdo from the party? He's like, no, no, that's not me. That's some, that's some other dumbass or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dude, and I love the – Michael Sarah's performance in this was just perfect. The way he's like trying to like flirt with her but he's like hiding behind the door. Yeah. And just like, hey, like you could – he was just so awkward. It was awesome. It was. I love it. Oh, so he eventually starts dating her, or they start dating, and kind of th- he he like never directly tells Knives about her. No, Knives he just kind of slowly figures it out. Yeah. Um, but they're at the Battle of the Bands, and that's when Ramona meets Knives, and R- Knives freaking loses her mind over the band playing and like passes out (laughs) oh it was insane and then that's where we get the first boss fight oh yeah what was from the the first boyfriend what was that boyfriend's name yeah i don't remember but so i there was actually a comic oh matthew patel yeah so how there's actually a a, uh, a comparison from the comic to the movie, and dude, it is like spot on, everything. Really? Yeah. Like the lines that were made, all the the weird vampire demon ladies that come out, all of that spot freaking on. It's kind of like they just took any everything that was on the page and made it move. Right, uh, it was. It's like everything. Everything was just per- perfection. Like there are some like screenshots of the movie that you can take and slap them on the comic book, and they they're ex- basically exactly the same. Damn. Yeah. Why did this movie have to be a box office bomb? Yeah, they did something that most people have tried like trying to make a comic book or a graphic novel come to life directly off the page mm-hmm. and they made it work oh tremendously like i think dragon ball evolution tried doing that and failed epically yeah let's not talk about the piece of shit yeah um so like there's no like they did it perfectly with um, with Avengers and all the modern superhero movies, they try to take what's on the page and try to make it as realistic as they can, Which and that it, works. Yes, absolutely. But with a movie like this, like with Dragon Ball, I think they tried to pull it off the page, but try to change it so it like fit into the world, and it just doesn't work. But this, they were just like, we're just taking off what's off the page, copying it exactly. Like yeah. everything from the freaking ringing off of the phones, knocking on the doors, the freaking like yelling. And there was like the the voice oh, stuff yeah. coming out yeah. or the like the lines coming out. And it worked surprisingly yeah, well. Yeah, right? I mean, after you understand it's a graphic yeah. novel. Like I said, like if you wouldn't have told me it's based off a comic book, I wouldn't have enjoy- wouldn't have enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah. 
like I I kind of wish I wouldn't have told you that until after. Yeah, like just to, I could just be like, yeah, because if you did that, I'd just be running through scenes in my head, being like, oh, okay, yeah, that was great, that was great, that oh, that was so good, so good. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to do that to you. I was just like, should I tell him? <laughs> you should have. You should have. It's been funny. <laughs> or shouldn't have. Yeah, shouldn't have. <laughs> I wanted to see if you came to the same conclusion as me, like where you get ha- like a. Cr- not even a qu- like a quarter of the way through, and you're just like, "What the shit even is this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. So, which one was your ba- favorite boss fight? Um. I don't know. Probably Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah, his was pretty good. I liked how he basically tricked him into blowing himself up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, I'm tied. Some sick grinds, though. I'm uh, that was super sick grinds. Dude, his eyebrows were intense. I know, right? On fleek. On fleek. <laughs> Don't you ever say that word I again. I promise I'll never use it again. Yeah, his eyebrows were in- intense. Um. I liked how he had like he cared about his stuntmen though. He's just like, I'm gonna go get coffee. You guys want anything? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, No, no, no we're, we're good. good. <laughs> it's like, all right. Then he gets tricked to slide down. <laughs> freaking Dude, that was an epic fight. Like all the the fight scenes are freaking sick. You know, this is like really random, but I don't know why. This like scene popped into my head when he like asked them, they're like, Oh no, no, we're good. Have you seen Ted? Yes. Okay. Have you seen the unrated or the uh, theatrical? Uh, theatrical. I don't know if it was in the theatrical, but there was the part where uh, the it's at the beginning and the kids are beating up the Jewish kid. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. Uh, and John comes out. He's like, hey, can I play? And everyone's just like, get lost, Bennett. Get and they're like still beating him up. And then the kid that's getting beaten up, he says, yeah, Bennett, get lost. And they just keep pounding on him. Yeah, that's in the theatrical <laughs> oh, one. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, cause freaking like, hilarious. Because I watched the theatrical for a minute. Because one of the best lines, and I'm sorry, it's really funny, is not in the theatrical. It's in the unrated one. And uh, it's... I don't know if I can say it because I'm like it's not it's something bad, but the ki- the kid's like, hey, it's uh Jesus's birthday tomorrow, and you know what I'm gonna get or you know what I'm g- uh, gonna get him. He's like, what my th- uh my fist in your face. He's like, why would Jesus want that? <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Sorry, getting on top, uh, cutting off topic here. Yeah, you kind of did get that vibe from it, huh? Where they yeah. just stopped and like, nah, we're good. <laughs> Ugh. Um, mine is a, a tie between the fight that uh she had with Roxy. Oh yeah, that was a really good one. And the what w- kind of weapon did Roxy was she using? Roxy, I have no idea, dude. It's badass. It was like a sword whip. Yeah, it was awesome. I want one. Yeah, and then. It was between that and Brandon Routh, the the blonde. Oh dude, yeah, the that vegan. was a really good one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh shit, yeah, that one was really good. 
Ooh, I actually, oh, I might have to change my answer to Brandon Routh's. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm sorry. Brandon Routh's amazing. So I'd have to give the best action to the one with Roxy. The best lines was the one with Brandon Routh. Yeah, I would agree. Because <laughs> when he was – or when the uh, the vegan police come. Oh, yeah. And he's just like, wait, don't I get like three strikes or something? And he's like, first strike, you – you ate gelatin. Gelatin's not vegan. No, it's oh, what is it? Milk and milk and ah, shit. I wish I knew. I wish I could like retain lines like this. Oh, I know, right? Well, Scott Pilgrim has an eighty-one percent. I think it deserves it. I totally agree. Oh, I'm the worst. Oh, it's milk and eggs, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you partook Milks and of eggs, a, bitch. <laughs> you partook of a plate of chicken parmesan. Chicken isn't vegan. Yeah. <laughs> chicken parmesan. Chicken isn't vegan. And then they take away his vegan powers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then his hair just goes flat. Oh, I loved that. Dude, Brie Larson can do comedy. She really can. I was not expecting her to be in this role. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, when I saw the credits for this, yes, I was like, it... it's like Chris Evans. I was like, what? Brandon Routh. The shit? Brie Larson. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, everyone's in this movie. But yeah. But, yeah. She, oh. That fight. I loved how, like, Scott got his ass kicked in, like, most of them and just had to, like, bullshit his way out. Yeah. <laughs> what is it she said when um, Ramona's, like, helping Scott out and, like, just doing his punches? What did she say? She's like, fight your own fights, you, like, fight your own fights, bitch, or something like that. I can't exactly remember what she says. Yeah. Something along those lines. That was another funny scene when he's when she's fighting, or when she smashes his head while he's talking to. Oh shit! I forgot her name. Uh, uh, Row something. Are you serious? The girlfriend, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I forgot Does her name. Does this count as a reference fail if he can't get it? If I can't get it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, it pissed me off because I said it earlier. <laughs> I forgot. You give up? Yeah. It's Ramona. Shit! <laughs> oh, yeah. We forgot to update on our on the reference fail. Oh. So, it's this is our first one of the month. One to zero, November. Bitch. So, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I need to yes. update that. Oh. So, you already... Hold on. Maybe... One to zero. Shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So when Ramona, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Uh, I think it was the fight between Ramona, Scott, and um. 
Oh shit, I might actually get a reference fail here too. The other chick. Oh, Roxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's I'm not gonna fail you on that because that one. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, R names uh, okay. to remember. All right. No, when Ramona and Roxy, or when she, Roxy smashes his head, and Ramona's like it has to click for Scott. He's just like what. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, she knows me, like, really well. Oh, and then it's yeah. like, don't get it, to like, ting, get it. I loved that scene. Oh, you played around that way? Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> it was a phase. Yeah. <laughs> I like, loved oh, how she called it. special. When they were fighting, she's just like, he needs to fight his own fights, you has been. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah, that's what the line, that's what it was. Oh, is that the one you were talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, thank you. The has been. <laughs> oh, dude, I loved how nothing obeyed the laws of physics. Nope. I loved it. When she, uh, Ramona pulled the big ass freaking hammer out of her that purse. That was awesome. <laughs> it's like, whoa, we're going Amy up in here. Mm hmm. Oh, freaking crazy. Loved it. Like,. This movie is you. You can't take it super serious. No, you can't. But for what I think, what they were trying to do, basically copy and paste. They did a fantastic job. They did an amazing Ed, Edgar job. Edgar Wright killed it. Mm -hmm. He really did. Yeah, and this is a movie that I didn't think I'd ever want to watch again. Oh, but I'm, I want to watch it again soon. I want to say they have a steelbook of this movie, and I really want it now. Dude. Like, seriously, I need this movie on Steelbook. Yeah, you need to send me the code for that if you can get it. Cheap ass. Because I want to see the behind the scenes on this movie. Me too. A lot of these, I was super curious how they did them. How they did a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Because it looked real. Like the scene when uh, the, oh, he just left stuff. Like, I want to know how they did that. It like looked like a stunt guy. It did, but it also looked like Michael Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was. It was also like so. You remember when Roxy punches Scott upwards into the rafters and he like bends them in? Yes. When he hit that, it looked like it could have been practical effects. It did. And then when he came down. When he, like, he came down, but it looked like it could have been practical, but it easily could have been CGI. I want to know how much of this movie was CGI. Yeah. Like, I want to watch the behind the scenes on this movie. Like, super bad. So, there's, like, two steelbooks. There are two of them? Well, yeah, so there's, so there's that one, which is just the Blu-ray and digital copy of the guitar. Right. And then there's that one. Kind of like that one. I do too, but at the same time, c like I, when those kind of steel books came out, it was years ago. So I'll bet you money that the digi um, the uh, digital codes have already expired. So if you want the movie, I'm gonna have to get that one. <laughs> Your choice. No, I'll get. I'll, I, I I'll probably keep Netflix. So as long as they have it on Netflix, I'll be good. I don't know. I that one's kind of growing on me, honestly. I don't know. We'll see. 
I gotta find it first. This thing. I mean, it's only ten bucks. I think a better logo for that instead of the the guitar head. Yeah. Would have been the face when he got his one up. Yes, that would have been awesome. That would have been super cool. Aww, Dude, I love my one of the coolest things was when he had or when he unlocked self respect. <laughs> yeah, that was aw. That was so funny. I loved the so I loved the when he was just like Scott Pilgrim unlocks love and then the sword comes out and then it gets snapped and everything and then Gideon kills him and then he uses his one up and it resets everything. And I loved how it reset to the point before he had a f- fight. Yeah. And it just kind of like fast forwarded through any everything. And then he just kind of like rushed through because that's exactly how I do it in a video game. If I've gone through the story already, I'll just freaking pound through no matter what to get to the point that I was just at. Yeah, I get you. And like, that's exactly what he did. He freaking kicked the shit out of all those ninjas again. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to fight Gideon and then he like discovers stuff about himself and is like, boom on Scott Pilgrim's unlocked self-respect. I love that. I would switch from love to self-respect. Yeah. It was, uh, I loved it so much. Uh, this, the sword effect was super cool, right? That was way cool. So, really, the only thing I really didn't like about this movie was probably how sh- how the the fights progressively got shorter. Yeah, that's, instead of longer. Yeah, yeah, that's really that's really the only complaint I. Yeah, that's really it. Like, like I said many times, since you said that it was based off a comic book, like, there's really nothing wrong with this movie because they nailed it perfectly. Yeah, I mean, this movie makes me want to read the graphic novels. Oh, me too. And watch the movie again. <laughs> me too, man. Me too. Dude, you know what would be super bitching? What? That I would buy the shit out of if they did, since it is, like, basically panel for panel... If they were to make the panels, the screenshots from the movie, yeah, I would buy the shit out of that book. I would too. That'd be bitching. Oh, that'd be great. So overall, since I, I think I know what they were going for, and the the execution was damn near flawless Mm -hmm. there weren't any scenes or anything that looked out of place no uh -uh. so i'm gonna have to give this one a probably an a minus dude yeah that's what i was thinking too it was that good it really was like i said the only thing i didn't like about it was the fight scenes progressively getting shorter but yeah, no, everyone was great. Um, writing was great. Just everything was great about this movie. Everyone's acting was amazing. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of lines that you think are throwaway, but you could 
quote this movie to death. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh. Anyway, you got anything else to add? Nope. Mm-hmm. Well, this might be one of our shorter episodes. Yeah. So, we both give it an A minus. I'm probably going to be leaning more towards an A than a B plus. Wait, what? With the uh, grade, leaning more towards an A than oh. a B plus. I'd say it's like a hard A minus. You think it's hard? Yeah, that's me. I see that. I'm still sticking with my grade, though. <laughs> um, well, if you guys enjoyed this breakdown of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, we definitely recommend you go watch it and see if you agree with us. Um, even though it was a box office fail, it's still a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Please go see it. Or just, yeah. Yeah, just go in knowing it's based off a graphic novel. Yeah. If you do not do that, it's probably going to be a very different experience for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But if you liked this episode and want to listen to more, we are on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. We are currently working on getting on iHeartRadio and Spotify. So we'll keep you updated on how that goes. Um, Still working on the SoundCloud stuff. That's not true. I just forgot about it. So (laughs) I'll I'll make a reminder for myself. At least you're truthful. I know. I think honesty is is best here. Yes. Honesty is the best policy. Uh, You can also follow us on social media. We are on we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the all bros or we are on twitter at the all bros um or you can email us at the all bros channel at gmail.com and let us know if you guys got a movie recommendation any comments about any other stuff that we got or if you want to reference fail us reference fail us yeah go for it uh, next time we are going to really try, really to try to see uh, Halloween, Halloween, yeah, and do a breakdown of that. And I'm pretty excited. You're gonna love it. Man. I'm hoping I have a short day so I don't have to come out in the darkness. <laughs> Pussy. I know I'm such a bitch. I understand. I I understand how you can be scared of the shape. I understand the shape or the boogeyman, whatever. Michael Myers. Oh, geez. Yeah, so look forward to that next time. And until then, I am Caleb Albers. And I am the other one, also known as Jonathan Rose. (laughs) (laughs) And this has been the All Bros Podcast. Deuces. Bye. You always give me that look. (laughs) Like, every single damn time. You're, You're not used to me doing that yet? Dude, it's weird. It's just me. Accept it. (laughs) (laughs) All right.